Hey, sister. All right. We have Valentine's Day coming up. And I know that the thought on your mind is intercourse with your husband. Maybe. Gosh, that was blunt, wasn't it? But anyways, I know that you also may be just going through this um this phase of feeling pressured to have sex and to conceive and intimacy has kind of gotten a staleness and there's been some tension around it with you and your spouse. So I thought that today would be a great time to talk about that, especially with Valentine's Day coming up. And so let's get into it. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances. Until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation, and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea, and a journal because it's time for a come to Jesus and hormones meeting. Working with Becca was so helpful when my husband and I were trying to conceive our second child. Even though I'd worked with Becca as far as tracking my cycle, and we were doing that, we were still having trouble getting pregnant. And so Becca was so helpful just looking over my charts and identifying some hormonal imbalances that were potentially affecting my fertility. And so she recommended some lifestyle changes as the initial approach. And um, once we implemented those, it, it really wasn't long after that that we got pregnant. And we just really appreciated that she started with those lifestyle changes and just kind of put that control in our hands before, you know, us having to go see any doctors or take any kind of medication or anything like that. Um, and she was just really good about letting us know the process and next steps and just checking in regularly and making sure we understood uh, what needed to happen. And so I would just really recommend, Becca, if you are trying to get pregnant, if you're struggling to conceive, uh, it's just really great to have someone walking alongside you to guide you through and, and put you in control of those decisions and help you understand what's going on with your own body. And, um, and yeah, and it was just wonderful working with her. Oh my goodness. Ashlyn, like you are just amazing. Thank you so much for, um, sharing just your story and your experience and being so willing to do that. Um, like side note, Ashlyn is actually a very close friend of mine and, um, it was, uh, it's just been a blessing to, um, journey with her, um, for, for quite a while, for quite some time. So she's been amazing and she's taken charting very seriously and has taken her hormones seriously and was just ready and willing to do, um, whatever I suggested and just like went for it. And, um, all glory to the Lord, her body responded really well to it. And so, um, it is such a gift to be able to see that life inside of her. And 
and all of that. So thank you so much for sharing, Ashlyn. All right. So before we get into today's episode, I first of all want to invite you formally, officially into our Facebook group. It is a free online community. I hate social media. I actually, we actually got off of Instagram because I just didn't feel like it was super valuable. So we're not on Instagram anymore. Like you can hang out with me in the podcast and you can hang out with me in our periods group on Facebook. Okay. So we're connecting there, getting to know each other better there, talking about our fertility journeys, our periods, our desires from the Lord to have a baby. And it's a safe space to talk and it's awesome. Okay. So if you have not joined that group yet, please come join us. Um, I would love to meet you, greet you and get to know you more. And also I just want to officially invite you to join me in the fertility framework course. It is a 12 week program that's going to help you understand your cycle root issues and how to restore those issues naturally. And you will finally get clarity and deeper answers on your journey to getting pregnant. You guys, I'm not kidding. This course is awesome. Like, it's so amazing. If I'd had this when I was healing and in the wait from my miscarriages and wanting to get pregnant, I would have been floored because there's biblical truths in it. There, um, it's, It has a fertility awareness method built into it. And then it has the exact steps for um, doable steps that you can do to help your hormone imbalances and have that restoration that you're looking for so that you can prepare your body for a healthy pregnancy. So you guys head right now to beccayon.com slash course. So let's get into today's episode. It's going to be a really cool episode. So I'm going to kick us off with a word of prayer because this is an anointed episode, very much from the Lord. And um, this is this is his deal. Okay. So let's go to prayer um, in Jesus name. Father God, thank you so much for allowing me this moment in time to record this episode to help us reflect on you and reflect on um, your relationship, Jesus, to the church and the husband's relationship to the wife and our relationship to our husband and intimacy in this trying time of us wanting a baby and wanting a healthy pregnancy and and the stress on our marriages um for that for that desire that um that it's caused when it comes to intimacy and so lord your first commandment was to fill the earth um increase and multiply and um I know this was not like a, a trudgery type thing, and it's it's not meant to be that way. And so I just pray you would speak through me um, in today's episode for your heart for oneness and your heart for um, just removing pressure around intimacy and um, just reveal your heart for connectedness with, um, with ourselves and our spouse. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I've got a Bible study for you to do. All right, so I want you to jot this down to study later because I know you're probably listening to this on the go. Um, So you're going to look into Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. And I'm going to open this up and we're going to read it together. So I'm going to kind of take you guys through two things today and then we're going to connect that for how do you remove pressure to conceive and restore oneness with your spouse and kind of like get through the, um, 
just the strain that it can be when you're wanting to conceive um, and have a baby. And kind of before we get into the biblical part of it, I I just want to share a story. I mean, I remember when um, my husband and I were in the wait for getting pregnant and how our intimacy life was strained. Um, Just because for me personally, honestly, um, like my desire to conceive and to have a baby was so strong. And um, that desire was probably stronger than how much I wanted to be with my husband. And it was probably overshadowing um, that oneness and that that just beautiful, sweet intimacy that, you know, most of us usually have in that first, in our first days of early young marrieds. And so um, I, I connect with that a lot. And I know that, you know, this is going to be even more on your mind. I mean, I personally don't care about Valentine's Day that much, but, um, but you know, it, it always kind of makes us at least think and reflect on a relationship with our spouse and, um, if we'll do anything special with them or not, but ultimately, you know, we are thinking about intimacy with our husband and, um, and I know a lot of, I know you may feel pressure and tension in, in that area of your life. And so as I was kind of thinking about recording this episode today, I was just asking the Lord, okay, Father, um, what what verses, like what passage do you have for us to encourage us in this season of wanting to get pregnant and um, and still enjoying and cherishing this special relationship with our husband and not letting it overshadow that? So this is the scripture that he brought to my mind, and I'm going to read it to you. Ephesians chapter two, verses one through five to the angel of the church in Ephesus, write the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. And this is Jesus. Okay. So Jesus says to the church in Ephesus, um, I know your works, your toil and your patient endurance and how you cannot bear with those who are evil but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary, but I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the things you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. So I'm going to preface this with, I am not a biblical expert, especially in revelations. Um, I know that there is a lot of contextual and historical um, context around this passage that I can give the briefest overview of on, but just know I am not, I am not, um, I've not been to seminary yet. Hint, hint. Um, that's for when I'm old, (laughs) but, um, but the context of this passage is, um, Jesus is kind of calling out the seven churches in Asia and addressing what have they done well? What have they not done well? Um, and there is some potential context of um, Jesus is speaking to this church in Ephesus at the time of Nero when the church was under some of the most intensely 
intensely difficult persecution imaginable, just like being burned at the stake and just really, really difficult times. So I know we're thinking in light of our wanting a baby and our infertility journeys and all of that. And so honestly, compared to that, like we're not going through a whole lot, right? But but I just, I want us to, I, I never, I don't want to pull a, um, a passage or scripture out of context. I want us to know like, okay, this was this is why this was written and we want to respect and honor that. Um, and I want to highlight a few key points from this passage. So um, Jesus is pointing out what this church did well. They, they did a lot of good deeds. They had patient endurance in trials. They hated evil. They tested what was false they represented Christ well, and they did not grow weary. So I want you to immediately think, like, have you been doing those things? Have you been doing good deeds? Have you felt like you've been patiently enduring? Have you been hating evil? Have you been testing what is false? There's a lot of falsehood in our times. Have you been representing Christ? Have you been not growing weary? And honestly, if, if you have been doing all these things, like that's amazing and that's awesome. But here's the call out that Jesus was giving to this church, that they abandoned their first love for him. They abandoned their first love for him. And so my question for you is, have you abandoned your first love for Christ? Don't worry, guys, I'm going to get to how does this relate to intimacy. But we have to think of the actual context of the passage first, and we have to think of this This really is calling us to in our walk with Jesus first. We have to think of that first. Have we abandoned our first love of Christ? I know that you may say that you pray. I know you may say that you go to church. I know that you may say that you are um, having a quiet time or reading the word, but are you in love with Jesus, our King? Jesus' call to action was um, repent and do what you did before. Repent and do what you did before. So there is um, an episode, I think it was episode 17. I said the number one thing you need to stop doing if you want to get pregnant. Um, and I kind of went through this whole model of confess and forsake and believe. And that's a really important biblical model when it comes to our walk with the Lord and our stress levels and um I, I just, you guys know, I'm a, such a believer in that our spiritual being is impacting our physical being. And so if our hearts are not right with the Lord, we're going, we could be potentially experiencing this disruption physically as well, if we're having a, a spiritual disruption. And so what Christ is wanting us to do, if we have abandoned our first love of Him, is to repent to Him and to do what we did before. So our first thing that I really want us to think through before we even get to our husband is to think of our is to think of our king, Jesus. Okay? So we are to honor the Lord um even above our husband. Our husband is not one that we worship or that we put into idolatry. Our husband is um 
He's a gift from God, and we are to honor Him and love Him so well. But above Him is Christ. And so I want you to immediately think, especially if you're having tension in your walk um, or in, in your intimacy with your husband, how how is your intimacy with Jesus? Like, are you in love with Jesus? And if you're not, my first question is, have you ever been in love with Jesus? Have you ever been in love with Him? Like, Anytime you think of him, you smile. Anytime you pray with him, like um, you pray to him, you just, you are known. Um, anytime you obey him, you um, you may not see the rewards immediately, but but eventually you do. And you're like, oh man, I'm so glad I, I obeyed him. I'm so glad I listened to him. Um, like, have you ever just been head over heels in love with Jesus and wanting to tell everyone about him? And is that where you are right now? Because if it's not where you are right now, Jesus, he's commending you for the good things you are doing. He's commending you for your good deeds, for your patient endurance, for hating evil, for representing him. But like, do you love him? He wants, he wants you to love him. And so, so those are my first call outs and challenges for you that I want you to really um, reflect on. I want us to reflect on, like myself included, like, are we in love with Jesus, our King, regardless of who we are? And um, as a parallel thought, um, in Ephesians 5.23, I'm flip-flopping it just because it's like easier to for my brain. But um, the second part says, "As so Christ is the head of the church. And in the first part it says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as the husband is the head of the wife. Okay. So as Christ is the head of the church. Okay. And so we just heard about how Jesus is talking to his church. Jesus is talking to his bride and he desires for his bride, the church to love him. And in the same way, um, this is just a parallel, in the same way, uh, the husband desires for his wife to love him. And so my question for us ladies, as we approach Valentine's Day, and in general, like just as we're approaching sex and intimacy with our husbands, do we have the same love for them that we did at first? Like, Oh my goodness. And this is kind of hard. Like this is a call out we need to have semi-regularly, especially as we get into our married years. But do we have the same, um, you guys can't see my smile right now. I'm like smiling so big because man, when my husband and I were, um, dating each other and getting to know each other, we were just, we were head over heels in love. Like anytime we saw each other, both of us just lit up and we couldn't spend enough time together. Um, we would just talk for hours and hours and hours. And, um, like every, every waking moment, like we would just try to be together and it was awesome. Um, and I mean, like, I'm smiling like that. I'm like, dang, like, that is how Jesus wants to be with us. Like, Jesus wants us to be so lit up talking about Him, but talking to Him and wanting to spend time with Him and just sit with Him and relish in Him. And honestly, like, if we want our relationship with our husband to be good, like, our first step is to do the things that we need to do to be in love with Jesus. And then our second step that I think, 
is very applicable is to do the things that we used to do when we were so lovey-dovey in love in the honeymoon phase with our husband and do those things. And, um, and out of that, like intimacy should be a fruit of a healthy marriage. My husband and I went to this marriage conference in, um, it's called Glen Erie, Glen Erie. It's in Colorado Springs and they have, um, so many incredible things, but they have some marriage conferences a few times a year. And so we went to one and the couple that was speaking there was like, I mean, they were probably some of the most wise human beings I have ever been graced to be in the presence of. They were, they were old, like they were well along in their years. But like, I mean, I wrote down just about every single thing that they said because they were just filled with wisdom. And I would just remember so strongly, one of the things they said was intimacy is fruit of a healthy marriage. So Honestly, guys, like if we're having a lot of tension in our marriage and we're having a, you know, there's other issues going on, there's um, communication issues or, um, you know, just difficult topics and, and there's hurt and obviously the season of trying to get pregnant or recovering from a miscarriage and wanting to get pregnant again, like that is a difficult season to walk through in marriage. And it's really important that we, um, we take a few steps back to check, okay, where am I at in Jesus? And where am I at with my husband? Um, and I think practically speaking, we can um, we can reflect even in difficult times and think back, like honestly, just write this down in a journal prompt or come into the Facebook group and write down and post like, what were the things that you used to do with your husband? Do this as a journaling and accountability activity. What were the things that you used to do with your husband when you guys were dating, engaged, or in your first year of marriage that were like so fun and you guys were so hot for each other? Okay. Like, let's be real. You guys were super into each other then. What did you guys do? Okay, so come journal that because that would be such a beautiful gift for the other sisters in the community to get ideas for like, oh, that sounds like a fun idea. I could do that with my husband. Because if we really seek to connect and spend time with and just be in love with our husbands, intimacy is going to be a fruit and we're not going to have to stress out about having sex or wanting to conceive or getting pregnant and doing the deed. Like it's not going to be a chore. It's going to be a beautiful fruit um, that is produced from a strong and healthy tree branch. So man, I hope that makes sense. And like, I hope that you guys are super duper blessed and excited by that and challenged by it too. So my call to action to you ladies is I, I seriously want you to just take two minutes right now, just stop what you're doing, come into the Facebook group and post and just write down like, okay, here are three or five things that my husband and I did when we were hot for each other. <laughs> and, um, and then tell us like, what's the one thing you're going to go do? What's the one thing you're going to put on your calendar? What's the one thing you're going to just spontaneously do tonight or over the next few days just to surprise him and love him and bless him. And, um, out of that, uh, I think some, some nice things may come and it, and it may take more than one time, right? Like you can't just go on one date with someone and everything is, you know, daisies and roses, like being in love with somebody takes work and it takes time. 
So check your hearts with Jesus, check your hearts with your husband and um, repent if we have fallen and do the things that we did at first to fall back in love. You guys be blessed. Um, Let me pray over y'all really quick. Lord Jesus, I just come before you and... Holy Spirit, thank you for speaking through me because I had I had a heart for this message that you had given me, but I wasn't quite sure exactly how you would run with it. And so I thank you so much for um, prayerfully making this clear for this woman. And I pray that she would be obedient to um, journaling a few things that um, she used to do and her husband and her used to do and that she used to do with you, Jesus, um, when she's so in love with you and with her husband and what you're asking her to do again. And God, I feel you tugging in my heart. Like I want to spend more time with you. I want to get up so early and just like spend so much time in your word and in prayer. And I just pray that you would give that heart to this woman listening and also just give us beautiful connecting ideas with our husband and that um, Lord, you would bless our intimacy lives and that it wouldn't feel like a tension and a chore and something that we have to do, but something that is just a fruit of a beautiful, strong marriage. Um, as a reflection of you with your bride, the church. Thank you, Jesus. You are awesome. Amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds. Well, maybe like 25 seconds and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.